Hey, so I know it's been a while, and um, this is, I've been home for a little while back in Chicago where I grew up, and uh, I wrote this because I was just, been thinking a lot about my life and my past and uh, feeling kind of nostalgic, so this is just a, a reflection of the first 28 years of my life. I don't remember anything from before my second birthday, so I'm going to start at age two. Age two. Can you put him back? Asks my older sister, trapped in the playpen with me. Put him back where, my mother says. Age three. I start preschool and we donate our pet turtle to the class. His name is Speedy. My classmate Chris gets up on a plastic bucket and takes him out of his cage when the teacher is not looking. Still on the bucket, he reaches as high as he can and drops Speedy on his back. The teacher screams at Chris. Chris starts crying. She apologizes, but Speedy dies. Age 4 Ocean's Eleven would be coming out in five years. Otherwise, nothing of note. Age 5 Ocean's Eleven would be coming out in four years. In preparation, I steal a necklace from a jewelry store my mother takes me to after work. We eat bread and butter at the bakery next door, and I ask her what she thinks of the necklace. I'm forced to go inside and give it back. The owner thinks I'm cute and tells me I can keep it, but I just cry and make her take it back. Age six. I try really hard to stop wetting the bed but I have a reoccurring dream of being at my parents' wedding, and then I have to pee, and then the whole building starts filling up with urine and everybody drowns. Age seven. I learn about Bloody Mary at a sleepover and start crying on Sunday when my father and his friends say it five plus times while slurping blood through stalks of celery. Age eight. A meteorologist visits and asks, what shape water droplets are. One boy says circle, another says square. I think really hard and then say hamburger. The meteorologist tells me that I'm right, which angers me because I was just trying to be funny. Age nine, Ocean's Eleven comes out next year. I somehow convince my dad to take me with him to see Gladiator with Russell Crowe a movie that is rated R for strong graphic violence and gore. We sit in front. He eats fish sticks at home before we go. So right before the scene where he battles the barbarian horde, my dad runs to the potty, and so I close my eyes until he comes back. Age 10. Ocean's Eleven comes out this year. I don't see it, and never have. It comes out, though, two months after November 11th, 2001. And when I first hear the movie title, I think the two are somehow connected. Which is unfortunate because Batman and Robin with George Clooney as Batman was my favorite movie. And it hurt to think that Batman was somehow involved in 9-11. This is what mattered to me when I was 10, and I found it difficult to comprehend what had truly happened. So when I go in my room, lock the door, and say Bloody Mary, it's to summon a spirit powerful enough to protect Batman's reputation, 
not to protect the people who died and their families from suffering. Age 11. I accidentally tripped the popular kid in our school's annual 40-yard dash. I cried to the others and say it was an accident, but it wasn't. Age 12. My bar mitzvah is coming up. I am asked what I want my theme to be. My sister's theme was dots, like the shape, and all the tables had caricatures of her wearing dotted clothing with big painted words that said dot mitzvah instead of bot mitzvah. At the time, I was hoping to live up to that, but I just couldn't think of something that was nearly as clever. Years later, I would try to buy the domain jew.mitzvah for my personal website, but it would not be available. I end up not choosing a theme, but I do remember there was a guy we hired to spray paint people's t-shirts, and he sprayed the nickname E-Unit on the back of my shirt. I tried to get people to call me that, but it never caught on. Age 13. People are raving about Flaming Hot Cheetos all the time, and I just don't understand why. Age 14. Lighting the Hanukkah candles, I realized for the first time that Hanukkah is objectively worse than Christmas, and that eight nights of presents is a big scam. Age 15. I have a crush on a girl who wears bandanas in tie-dye and plays with leaves in the courtyard at school. I write a poem about leaves and perform it at our school's poetry show, hoping she'll approach me after. It turns out she also wrote a poem for the show, and it's about her mother dying, and suddenly my poem feels stupid. Age 16. I start regularly using the word fuck. Age 17. I get trapped inside my school courtyard on the weekend after taking the ACT. I climb the wall, and now I'm on the roof of the school. I find a soccer ball my teammate kicked up there two years ago. I spend hours walking around. I see a dog, not a raccoon, not a cat, a bulldog. I don't understand. I just don't. It hurts my brain when I recall this. Age 18. I choose the wrong college and meet the wrong people, and I was not grateful for my opportunity. I was sad and overwhelmed. But I found joy watching my roommate play Skyrim because he was really good at it. A few months ago, I found a letter my high school homeroom teacher wrote me after I told him of my struggles at college. Apparently, I had written about not understanding love. Although thinking back on it, I have no idea who I was talking about because I don't remember being in love in college. In his letter, he told me not to worry about love and that it finds its way into each of us when we least expect it, which is cliche but is apparently also true. Age 19. I do acid with a girl in the park while we go geocaching. We find a box with a note that explains what life is. I take a little spaceman figurine from the box and replace it with an arcade slinky. Age 20. I start eating 25 cent leftover bread from Jimmy John's for most of my dinners and I develop pasty skin and feel generally awful. Age 21. 
I start a sci-fi read-aloud club at my school, but I'm the only one there for the first two weeks, so I change it to Harry Potter read-aloud club, and then people start to show up. I host meetings in the basement of a haunted building on campus at night. Some nights we hear strange noises and we see flickering lights. The custodian pops in one night and she tells us we're brave for being there. Because once she peered through a window and saw a group of people in black cloaks standing around a pentagram. We all jump onto the couch. There were only five members at that point and we huddle under our blankets or put our sweaters over our knees. We light candles and pour hot tea and read the chapter where Ron sacrifices his knight so that Harry can checkmate the White King. Age 22. I go for a bike trip through the Rockies with no plan. 20 days later, I'm in the Sawtooth Mountains of Idaho with a naked Belgian guy in a hot spring, not really comprehending the series of events that led me there. Age 23. I'm substitute teaching kindergarten. A child, nay, a baby, asks if he can sharpen his pencil. I thank him for asking and tell him that yes, he can sharpen the pencil. He looks around shocked that I'm allowing this. Before I understand what is happening, the entire class runs with their pencils outstretched towards the electric sharpener. I notice a post-it note on the sharpener that says, no, with an exclamation point. In my head, I say, fuck. Age 24. I make friends with some kids I used to go to high school with. We play board games and frisbee golf together. We go over to Luke's to help his parents with their garden. I've never been so happy, even though I'm living with my parents. It makes me sad to think about because we all eventually moved away from home and from each other, and most of us don't keep in touch or don't remember if we were friends or just friends of circumstance. Age 25. I go to New Zealand with my sister. We don't get along super well and end up having a food fight at a hotel, an actual fight with feelings, pent up frustrations, and a bacon tart. 26. I moved to Santa Cruz and spend a year living and working in the redwoods with a bunch of folks my age. They feed us questionable chicken, but sometimes the kitchen staff makes potato taquitos, which are extremely delicious. We lie under the largest redwood and look to the top. We crawl through streams not caring about our clothes and our muddy knees. We eat wild mushrooms and pretend we are super chill and then end up feeling super chill because of it. We play board games, and it reminds me of those friends of circumstance, and I vow to make sure these new friends know that they are important. Age 27. I moved to New York. My girlfriend and I part ways. COVID hits. My sister leaves the city, and suddenly I feel very alone. But I hear stories of other people alone in their rooms, just like me and I wish we could all be together in the same room. Except for the shitty folks. I don't want to be in the same room with them. Actually, I take that back. They can come if they want. Age 28. I feel the need to escape New York, so I go home to Chicago for a few weeks, and it ends up turning into a few months. 
It's snowing every day and I put on all my snow gear and waltz around like when I was a kid. I go sledding and find an igloo, presumably that a kid made, although his parents probably helped. It smelled like bread and there was a green liquid on the wall. I can't tell you what that all means. Everybody is happy at the hill and it's just as fun as I remember. I'm using a blow-up pool tube, but it does the job. I let one of the kids use it. He's got my sled, he better... There he is! I told him to hang up! <laughs> and he goes down the steepest part of the hill and hits a jump and wipes out pretty hard. The tube pops. And when I run over and ask him if he's okay, he asks me if his mouth is bleeding. And it was bleeding, a little bit. But he had braces, so all of his teeth stayed in. Oh, dude, is there a hole in it? Oh, bro, no way. Are you okay? Yeah, they're all right? Yeah, yeah, they look fine. I think the braces kept it in. All right. You okay? Yeah. Oh, oh shit, man. Thank okay. You. That's my bad. Yeah, no, no, no worries. No worries. Uh, maybe I can patch it up. <laughs> All right, good shit, man. I'm not mad that the tube was popped because it was such a beautiful day. I stay later after the hill had emptied and lie down in the snow, thinking about all the snow days when school was canceled, and my best friend Daniel and I would go sledding and then drink hot chocolate while our clothes were in the dryer. They'd come out hot and fresh. And putting them on used to be what I thought about when I thought about winter time. On one of those snow days, after sledding, I was feeling thirstier than normal. So I mixed the hot chocolate my mom had made me with orange Gatorade and called it a hot toddy, even though I didn't know what a hot toddy really was. I chugged it outside and puked in the snow while my dog stared at me with her head tilted sideways. The prickliness of my frozen mustache brings me back to year 28, 19 and a half years post Ocean's Eleven, and as the sky turns a darker shade of blue, I walk back to the car and go home. Thank you for the golden star that you gave to me. Is it good? On the test that she gave to me Shows how much that I've studied about ancient places and civilizations in Mesopotamia. Up on the fridge for all to see.
my sister, dad, and mommy. Is it good? Is it good enough? Tape it up on the fridge for all to see. Sister, Dad, and Pet Bunny. Is